Welcome to the episode of War Dice. I'm Gonzo. And I'm John from War Budgies. And we have a special guest today. Uh, but before we get to our special guest, uh, we want to say that we are really happy to be here. Uh, life has been taking a very strange turns for all of us. Um, mm-hmm. So we haven't been able to give enough episodes out like we usually. Um, of course, Gonzo's got a few things they have to take care of. We got you know Warfare Weekend coming up, trying to get all that done. A health issue I need to take care of. I get my brain operated on. Did you hear about that? Oh, I didn't know you had one. Yeah, donator, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, uh, we we've had some things come up, and of course, conventions are going on and crazy. So we're a little behind. Just give us a little slack. But we're on episode twelve uh, today. Our special guest is Jack Anderson. Jack, say hi to everybody. Hi, uh, my name is Jack Anderson. Uh, very pleased to meet you all. <laughs> Jack is here to talk about some very special, unique things that are happening. Um, and if you can guess every single word that's coming out of his mouth in the next 10 seconds, you will win $1 million. Ready? Go, Jack. Okay, so uh, my name is Jack Anderson. I'm the tournament organizer for Toss Your Cavers uh, for Warcaster Neo Mechanica, which is running in its second year now. Uh, in 2023 and uh super excited because this is going to be i think the biggest warcaster tournament that has ever happened up to this point bragging rights so before we get into the tournament uh what faction do you play for warcaster uh so i have i started with isa Um, of course i've got a little bit of ac as a uh a demo army that I still need to build that I've been procrastinating on. But uh, I have duplicates of almost everything in ISA, so I guess it's time to branch out. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't want to go with Marcher Worlds or anything else. It's ISA or AC. They're the only best factions in the game. Am I right, Jay? Or Lost Legion. <laughs> well, we don't know the rules of that yet, so <laughs> we can't comment uh, on that. So where... What got you into Warcaster, and why are you running the Warcaster events? So, kind of a long story, but I'll try and make it short. Um, so, basically, the the Kickstarter comes out, you know, um, I think it was August 2019 when it comes out. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. I, my memory's not the best. Um, somewhere around there. Anyways, so, models look cool. Game looks interesting. So I decided to, yeah, I'll get a, I'll get a full battle force. Why not? And uh, you know, through my other wargaming friends, get a few, few armies, and then you know, COVID happens. So I'm sitting at home, and uh, I've got these models that you know, are staring at me uh, from across the room in their box of shame, <laughs> and. Um, like, the only person, just because of COVID restrictions, the only person I can actually see to play games with uh, is my brother. And I decide, okay, he sees the, uh, I think it was when they started previewing Kickstarter 2, he sees the, um, uh, it was Corvus. Corvus was the model that he was like, okay, now I want to play this game. Good choice. So uh, I got him a... Uh, a Marcher World starter for his birthday, and we just started playing through. It's like, yeah, try out the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Finally, have a lot of time to play, but you know, nobody to play with. So, play with my brother. Uh, he's a great guy, by the way. Um, but uh, 
basically we're playing it and it's like, wait a second, there's actually something to this game. This is really cool. Um, so one thing start opening up, uh, we start hosting, um, like on his, on my brother's porch, we start hosting like informal game days with some of our other friends who got into the Warcaster, uh, Kickstarter. And it's, we're starting to like build up a bit of a community here. So that's when I got in touch with Finley Craig, who's the organizer for Tosser Cavers and talk to him about hey let's let's have a tournament for this thing this game's really cool and you know we've got a bunch of people who are playing it and uh we'd like to play more of it so yeah that's basically my story nice i mean i remember when it first came out and i was like okay this is cool i'll i'll I'll, I'll kick into it um and do a few episodes and such and play a few games with it and then i was like wait a minute this is good this is really <laughs> good. I was actually fairly late to the party, considering how how much I'm invested in it now. It's a little funny to look back on. Yeah, I mean, I was really. I mean, it, I don't want to say that it's people should be getting into it more. I mean, because I can't I can't tell people what to do with their money. But I really, really, really like the game, and it's been really, really fun to get the models going and get them all up. Uh, I'm trying to get my AC ready so I can take it to Warfare Weekend um, and maybe get a game or two in since I, you know, I try to do that, but that's not always going to happen. Is that your double cadre list? No. <laughs> 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 yes, my double AC cadre list. That was entirely that sounds disgusting. Oh, yeah. It, I don't it, like it, that at all. If if you haven't heard the episode where we talk about our AC build list, you should go back. I've already been yelled at quite a few times by people saying, you're a dick, Gonzo. And I'm like, well, the list is a dick. Not me. The list is a dick. <laughs> it's, it's in like the first five episodes. It was good. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I like it and, it and it looks really cool and it's got a lot of fun stuff. So hopefully that can happen on it. So you decided to do a event and tell us about Tasha Cabers. Give us a little history about it, what's going on, so on and so forth. So Tasha Cabers has been around for oof, a long time. I think it's uh, 2014 is when it started. I have the website up so I can cheat. <laughs> um, so it's an annual charity event um, in Vancouver, BC area. Um, Vancouver, Canada. Sorry, Vancouver, Washington. Um, <laughs> but um, basically, it's a charity event, mainly helping out um, charities that help with um, like homelessness issues. Uh, the Lookout Society is the main one uh, that Tosser Capers ra uh, raises funds for. And basically, it's raised over... $40,000. Nice. Uh, actually, sorry, that's just Food Hammer. That's uh, now in Tosser Gamers. Uh, I think the event overall has raised even more than that, but uh, I might be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's just great fun, and it's probably one of the best vibes in wargaming I have ever had. Um, actually, funny thing is that 
the reason why I approached um, Tosser Cabers for Warcaster was I had been playing Epic 40k at Tosser Cabers for the last three yep. years before Warcaster came out. That brings nice. back memory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I figured if a literally dead game can be resurrected by an event like Tosser Cabers, then... You know, if, 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 if the Epic people can do it, then Forecaster can do it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you decided to do this at Tasha Cabers. What type of events are you running? Are you running one Warcaster event, 75 Warcaster events, 253? At the moment, it's just the one skirmish event. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping to make a bigger next year, so we'll see. Nice. Uh, but uh, it's going to be, well, we've got... 16 tickets to sell, so in theory, should be a 16-player event. Gotcha. So, I'm what excited. Dates for? I don't think we've uh, the dates oh, yet. Yes, that's right. Uh, so, Toss Creepers 23 uh, is actually spread out across two weekends. So, there's the first weekend, which is, um, I believe... One moment, please. Look up the actual information. That's probably important. Um, Surprise, so, quiz. June 10th and 11th, June and then 11th, nice. the weekend that uh, Warcaster is on is the June 24th weekend. Uh, Warcaster is on the 24th. So June 24th, that's your date. Nice. So, I, I you know, I, I do a lot of stuff for Warfare Weekend and stuff, so I, I understand some of this, but a lot of people don't understand what it takes to run an event. Now, Warcaster, you know, uses a ton of 3D terrain. How are you handling that, you know, and doing all that stuff for, you know, you're going to have roughly eight tables. How is that going with terrain and setting up stuff and everything? Oh, we're working on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mainly that's been the brainchild of my brother, uh, Bernie Anderson. Um, it's funny because, yeah, I was playing on his kitchen table and we had some, like... 40k terrain and some scattered like war machine buildings and a few like stone walls and we we're just talking about it. it's like man our terrain he was saying like oh our terrain sucks <laughs> I, I gotta give it to you I, I agree so um, we had gotten a 3d printer um, a few years back so I figured oh, let's try and spin this thing up so um, he goes hunting for STLs online, and he mm -hmm. finds an absolute crap ton of like gorgeous-looking terrain. Uh, District Twelve, we got a bunch of that. Oh yeah, um, that's a really great terrain set for Warcaster, I think, just because it's got that nice like industrial look. Um, and yeah, we kind of get to work, and he's an absolute terrain painting fiend. It's insane how much terrain that guy can paint. Uh, I'm meanwhile, I'm just kind of like on a desk nearby, like, I'm helping. <laughs> Moral support. Yeah. So um, there's there's tons to do. And we have, I think now, eight bins of terrain that we've printed and painted up for Warcaster specifically. Nice. Um, and kind of the philosophy on our terrain sets was kind of um, wanted to make it so that, A, the terrain has to be playable, Yep. B the train has to look good. Uh, oil washes are by, oil washes and pigment pounders, by the way, 
are yeah, buddy. the absolute laziest, best way to make terrain <laughs> look good with no effort. Um, it's great. So, you know, kind of just like put a base coat on something, put some chips on, put some decals on, and then just like slather the thing in oils and pigment powders until it, you know, hide all your crimes. So, yeah, um, it has to look good. It has to uh, play good because otherwise it's going to be that piece at the bottom of the bin that nobody wants to look at because yep. either it looks awful and, or it's unplayable. You don't want to put models on it because they fall over or whatever. Yep. Having Either made some unplayable terrain myself, I can tell you that's a problem. Yeah. No, we've we've definitely made some made some errors in that, and um, you know, learning learning experience. But I think we've kind of got a nice core set that's fun to play on, that's relatively easy to transport. It's pretty light because it's all three D printed PLA, um, and that's kind of our core. For this year, um, we're working on a forest board. Uh, we're working on kind of a facility board based on some of the, um, I think it's somebody has like a laser cut MDF version of some of the Necromanda tiles that we're adapting for Warcaster. Mm -hmm. So that should be interesting. Oh, cool. Um, the gist of it is that flying models won't actually be able to go from one wall to the other. So should be a good way of keeping antecessors down because they deserve to get be kept down. Um, when we're off air and we're done with this, um, stick around for a minute. I may be able to help you out because I know some, maybe I'll get you some contacts, get you some more terrain, get you some sponsorship. Oh, I wouldn't say no. I, I want to tell everybody, somebody's like, hey, can I donate this? Do you think I'm going to like ignore free shit? <laughs> can I donate this? <laughs> yeah. Can can uh, can I give you some STLs and you print our terrain out for your Warcaster board? Uh, yes. Yes, please. Yes. Um, one other thing I should mention is that uh, Toss Your Capers does have a um, one of the main ways that we raise money for charity is through a prize table with raffle tickets, mm -hmm. and we get some absolutely incredible prizes that come through. I think on my count right now we have two full Warcaster armies that are being put up on the prize table. There's a a marcher army and I think an ISA army. Nice. Um, and we have a care package from Private Press that might be coming up at some point. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what's in there. Um, but yeah, if I can't use the terrain, at the very least, I'll be able to throw it on the prize table. That's kind of the way we've been getting rid of the terrain that is not so playable. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone. No, it's beautiful terrain. Use it. Yep. Definitely won't tell anyone or record it on a podcast. No, definitely don't. Don't record it on a podcast. <laughs> We're not live, right? No. No. Ignore the red light. Ignore the red <laughs> light. So, um, you've got this. You've got this set up. Do you plan on expanding, or are you, you going to just wait and see? Like, if you finally say, say you get sixteen players. Um, and you, cause you've got your 16 players and you, I'm sure you'll probably have like a wait list or something that goes with it. How much leeway do you have to increase your player base? If like, say, you know, 20 people want to play and you have like four people left over, are y'all going to be able to accommodate that or what's going on? Uh, the hope is yes. So, <laughs> uh, toss your cavers will be going 
to a new new venue next year. Um, the venue is not, I don't think, has been set, but uh, it will be definitely a larger venue. So hopefully should be able to expand to, I'm hoping, getting 24 players, maybe even 32. Nice. Um, that would be amazing. Um, just need to kind of chase people around and get them to try this awesome game. So, that, you know, re- really that, it's all about, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say that that's kind of the thing right now is um, everybody that's played it has liked it and loved it. And people that play it, you know, kind of a little bit regular and stuff and is starting pushing it in. And we have more people playing science fiction games. We, John, John and I always say, make sure you go and play at a game store, play where someone can see you, play where people can ask questions about it and you can get going with it. Cause that's what we've got to start doing. You know, I don't want to yeah. say the COVID's over, but you know, people are more are playing in stores more, people are going to conventions. You gotta start showing it off. It's a beautiful game. It advertises itself practically. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, especially with all the train my brother's painted. Uh it's he does gorgeous jobs. Um and like that's kind of been my philosophy is yeah, I can paint I can play in my garage all I like. With, you know, just three or four friends, but that's not going to grow the community, right? No. So you just need to have some visibility. It's really funny, though, because all the time we'll be getting people coming up to our tables and be like, hey, what game is this? Oh, it's Warcaster. And it's like, oh, never heard of it. Um, Tell me more about it. So it's like, oh, it's kind of like a war game rts mix where you can summon new units onto the table and it's really cool for these reasons and generally we get them in for a demo game as soon as possible because people are really interested in this game it's got a really cool hook and uh it's something really unique in the tabletop gaming space i think it's something that you don't really see that often yeah i'll talk a little bit smack real quick i was at this past weekend, I was at the Bocor Brawl in New Jersey. And there was a couple of guys that set up a Warcaster table during the tournament event, just kind of off to the side. And in a room or in, in a hall, essentially full of 65 people playing games, you could spot that Warcaster table across the room. Oh, yeah. Because it had oh, yeah. this magnificent looking terrain on it. Well, and that's, that's the thing my, that people got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you know talking about other games when i was at adepticon you know we had the work war machine tables and some of the warcaster tables and i had that terrain and then people walked by the infinity tables and people hey, stopped yeah. at the infinity tables yeah because their tables have great terrain and True. we need to start push and i don't say pushing it but we need to start doing that there's something different about playing on a table that has like cool heights you know alleyways cool colors um and when you get to shoot people off of buildings or pull people off of buildings or, um, you know, do random shit like that, it adds a whole lot more. And people get into it. Because I know people that won't play War Machine because a lot of people like to play the flat terrain. And I'm no. like, that's, you know, it's good game. And you can't play Warcaster that way. You can't <laughs> wait. I mean, you could, but it would suck so bad. Yeah, but I unless mean, you're Marshall Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about the March of Worlds. <laughs> but I mean, tables are, terrain on tables is so important for immersion, for 
wow factor, for grabbing people, for just having a good time. It, it feels much more fun. It feels less, I guess, we have, not competitive, but less, um, what's the word I'm really looking for? It, it feels more fun and less restrictive, in my opinion. Because you, do, you you don't have to leave a lot to the imagination. Oh, this is a forest. Oh, okay. Because there's trees drawn on the flat mat. I got you. Yeah. You feel much more enthused about moving around things or going through walls. Love me some AC. Um, <laughs> it's almost like a playground, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's something about climbing on top of a building and then shooting people off or getting in a hidey spot. There's always that great thing. And it's great. People come and flock to a table that looks good. Yeah. Type thing. So, um, let's see. Are y'all planning on, so you're just going to have one Warcaster event. Uh, do y'all have the option to include more like fun or open play or anything? Uh, at the moment, just because of the way the schedule is set up, um, it's pretty much just the just the tournament events at the moment. Um, but I think as the event expands, it's going to become more of a convention and less of just a tournament. Good. Because who doesn't like going to a convention floor and seeing a game you've never played before and getting a demo <laughs> in? That's perfect. So just having open tables is always great. Are they going to um, where, where are they are they going to be selling tickets on their own website or how are they getting how, how can they get tickets for this? You can get tickets at uh, https tossyourcavers.com and that is the event website uh, that will have information uh, on all of the events that are being run, um, which includes uh, Age of Sigmar, um, Food Hammer for 40k. Uh, Crisis Protocol, um, Lord of the Rings. I guess it's called Middle Earth Strategy Battle Game now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Epic 40K, and of course, Warcaster. And folks, that's toss your cabers with your being misspelled as Y E R. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's right. I'll make sure to put the uh, link to the webpage in uh, all the little things so people can see it uh, type stuff. So, um, where do you hang out social media wise? Do you just like randomize your place and just yell at people or where do you go to, you know, so people can talk to you and get more information? Uh, so I've got a, um, I've just got a live journal. That's it. And I just scream into the void on my live journal. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so we have a Facebook page. Uh, it's uh, Warcaster Name Mechanica Vancouver. Uh, we also have a Discord, um, of which there's a link on the Facebook page, but I can also provide a link uh, for the description uh, because Discord links are insane, and yes. I can't say that on the air. It's, it's just <laughs> a jumbled mess of characters. Correct. Uh, I will say, uh, though, but, just speaking of your Facebook page, uh, what originally got you guys onto my radar was someone had posted the objectives for Warcash that you guys are printing. Oh yeah. Um, and, oh my God. These things look good. <laughs> yeah. Those are so actually also the brainchild of my brother. Um, so uh, Bernie worked with a, uh, a local concept artist and uh, Bernie is actually 
um, trained to be a 3D modeler at one point in his life. Oh, wow. So he's, he built that marcher objective from scratch, uh, and we are working on the Empyrean one now, and that is going to be the objective that you'll be able to get if you come to Toss Your Cavers this year. So, okay, so you don't have to win the event. You just you just have play to play You have to buy a ticket and be there, and you'll That's get it. That's awesome, dude. Nice. Uh, we we handed out uh, yeah the, um, I think it's the green ones in the post that I made. Uh, those are the ones I painted, um, and they have another one. The well, I guess there there's two pictures of those because there's the purple and white ones that were painted by another one of our locals, um, but. Those are the ones we gave out last year, and then we have yeah new ones coming out this year. And of course, and those are the can... towers that are like floating on a little energy bulb. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a crystal. It's very Protoss. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, am I not supposed to say? Uh, you can say what you want. Yeah, we don't care. We no all know. IP. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <clears throat> uh, very Imperium looking pylon uh, with a like central crystal and it's got this like kind of arcane looking structure and it's held up by like lightning arcs from the base it looks really cool okay so got your event pimped out telling everybody all about it what are your favorite parts of being in warcaster what's your favorite combos what are your damn it gonzo why'd you build that type models and type strategy Ooh. So, hmm. I mean, there's always the old reliable firebrand. You give it a give it a maelstrom. You give it a shield. You give it a assault rifle bayonet. You give it the reflex head. Extremely frustrating. It just gets everywhere. You put it. You place it near a point. You can't even touch it because then it just walks onto the point if you try to shoot at it. Um, love that guy. He's great. Um, but I think the most fun you can have with a firebrand is actually using the Vanquisher head and a Harbinger cannon. You get the shield and you get the assault rifle bayonet, but because the Vanquisher head, this is the new Kickstarter 3 head, has sidestep, you can mm. move one inch for every attack that you make. And with the Maelstrom and with the assault rifle bayonet and the shield, you can potentially move up to seven inches in a turn plus your normal movement, you know, plus Ascension Catalyst, whatever else you want to do. So you can move. Yeah, you that's... Do cute stuff like walk around cover and stuff, but, you know. I think... some shoot-on-the-go material. I like that. <laughs> do you have, yeah, like, any cards that are, like, must-have for your list? Oh, um, I'm gonna say that Mortality Stabilizer is probably my favorite card in the game. It's all in one. It's a movement buff. It's a defense buff. It gets you onto zones when you couldn't normally, because you can have a unit nearby, but you can just Mortality to Stabilizer or Grunt back onto a point. Um, I really like taking it with regulators, and I think regulators are mad underrated because you plop them 
in the middle of the board with all the fixins and put tachytelic metamorphosis on them or whatever defensive buff you want. They're, yeah, not, buddy. <laughs> they're not going anywhere. And then when you activate them, bonk stuff with null hammers. And I mean, <laughs> oh, look, a sentinel. Oh no, how do I deal with the sentinel? It's got three arc. It's got so much health. Oh, every time I hit it, I get one free damage. And they're also power fives, so... When in doubt, apply Null Hammer. Exactly. (laughs) Null weapons are the best. Okay. Um, So we got some stuff coming out soon, hopefully, for, you know, Warcaster. Uh, You know, Parmature Press is really pushing up a lot of stuff. Uh, Is there anything you're looking forward to coming out? I mean, besides Lost Legion? I don't know what's coming out. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. You could, uh, you know, <laughs> slip some slip some deets under the table, and I could maybe talk about those. <laughs> well, hopefully, you know we you know we'll get some more stuff and everything going in. Um, I know that a lot of people are starting to pick up the game, uh, or I wouldn't say a lot, but more people are picking up because more people are seeing it and getting to do it. And, you know, it's, such a, it's a very unique game system and a very unique dice system that makes it, you know, different. Because uh, I know some people are jumping ships from different games and trying to find smaller smaller costs, smaller armies type thing, which I think is a really good uh, selling point for the game, besides great mechanics. Yeah, activation. Absolutely, Crap. yeah. Yeah, the activation is just fun that as shit. part of my pitch. <laughs> you only need to paint like thirteen or fourteen models to pay, play skirmish. Yeah. What? Painting? You paint models? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> How else are you going to get people to come to your table? Oh well, pay someone else to paint them. Yeah, that works. there you go. <laughs> Feed a starving commission painter. <laughs> That's pretty much. Yeah, I can agree with that. So, is there anything else you want to go before we get out of here? We'll let you go so you can't, uh, you know, we're not going to take too much of your time. Uh, anything else you want to pimp? Do you have any other stuff you want to put uh, up there? Yeah. So, um, in addition to running Tosser Tabers, I also run uh, monthly tournaments at a store locally called Magic Stronghold. Okay. Uh, it's in Vancouver. It's a great store. They've got lots and lots of table space, like an absolutely absurd amount of table space. Uh, you can have... We've frequently had nights where we have, like, a Age of Sigmar tournament, a Warcaster tournament, a Magic tournament, and also, like, some other game like Yu-Gi-Oh! having a tournament all in the same place. So, it's crazy. Um, but it's a great store. They have lots of stuff. Um, and I run monthly tournaments there. I also run, um, well, mostly just chase people out on Thursdays to get... Uh, game nights in so you know try and have a presence there and just you know get people together get people playing the game and you know have a great time good um jonathan you got anything you want to go with before we get out of here i think we're good there is a prime cast coming out uh probably in the next week or so with some more warcaster details for you guys stay tuned i'm chomping at the bet uh I really, really want to see what the sixth faction is going to be. I'm really interested. Uh, I mean, Lost Legion are cool. I will admit they're they're uh, they're cyber cybernetic Ewoks. 
That is straight up nightmare fuel, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) Cyborg Ewoks. That's what it is. Calling it now. Cyborg Ewoks. Noted. (laughs) Dead. Well, guys, we... uh, as always, we appreciate anybody that comes on the show. If anybody else wants to come on the show and talk about stuff and pimp things out, more power to you. We're all we're all good with that. Uh, Jonathan and I are going to try to get more episodes out. Um, just things have gotten a little busy for us, not only socially, but physically and mentally and privately. And giant chickens, they're just they're t- trying to take over the world. And we have to, you know, save our ammunition for them. It's a thankless job, man. It's a thankless job. So... So, guys, for War Dice and More Than Dice, I'm Gonzo. And I'm John for More Budgies. And that is our special guest. Jack Anderson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been wonderful meeting you two, and uh, it's been great talking to you. Good night. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got cool music. Ready? 